Welcome to morning. Welcome to morning minutes with myself, Michael Bergio, and co-host Mark Novak. And this morning, we're going to be talking about what is the, how long does it take to buy a home? What how, what is the, What are the trends we see um, with buyers out there of how long they're in the market for? What yes. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I think there's definitely um, some common timelines uh, or processes that we see buyers go through uh, and then they purchase the property. Um, good morning, Emma. I hope you're well. What do you reckon, Mark? What's like when we, I think it's very common we see people going where we've really only just met them or they've just started looking for a property that weekend and they buy one. And on the yep. other hand, we hear the, we hear um, buyers saying, oh, I've been looking for six months, 12 months, and you're like, ah, okay. Well, we meet buyers that see 130, 140 properties before they actually buy something. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people think, oh, look, how long should it take me to actually find something? You know, you can get a really good cross-section of the marketplace pretty easy if you're sticking to one price range, hey. Yeah, so your head's half cut off on Instamark. You want to put the camera up? We only got oh, your eyes. Yeah. Um, g'day, Luke. G'day, Jeff. I reckon Luke would give some great insight into this sort of buying timeline because, like, it's. I think sometimes buyers, do you reckon it's, or well, let's just make the assumption that the pre approval and all the finances are in order. Morning, yep. home loans, rate price. Oh, Ray, how are you, mate? Um, let's make the assumption that the finances are in, in order. They're just finding something they like. And I think a big thing that holds people back is they haven't decided internally or made the decision if it's an investment or they're going to live in it. I find when buyers are, have, are at that crossroads, they can, they never, it's very hard to come to the conclusion to buy the property because there's things they like from the investment side and they may not like the aspect if it's their personal home. So I find that can really drag on the process. But what do you reckon, Mark? Like what, what do you reckon it, a timeline look, is? If you, if you don't have money approved, it's like going to a shop without money in your pocket all you're going to do is walk around and window shop the whole time so you're never really going to do a deal so like you said assuming the person's approved with finance and ready to go um it, I, and i think you can see on facebook i've got we've got the image of dumb and dumber it's yep. it's more just tongue in cheek it's not it's not saying people are dumb whether they buy quickly or whether they take you know whether they see 130 properties look i really think the number one thing you got to do is satisfy yourself because you don't want to be living in regret so mm. I think you want to be, you want to know that you have done the right thing, the due diligence in your world, enough due diligence in your world to say, yeah, I got this right. Because there's nothing worse than buying something and then having remorse or regret or self-doubt about it. So I think sometimes some of the cats that we see that go out and buy the first property they see, it actually sits well with them. And they're like, yeah, got it. They can justify it whatever way. The other people that go out and see 150 properties, well, that's their way of justifying so they can sleep sleep at night when they've got their mortgage. You know, I guess there's no really wrong or right, but if, if you said school of hard knocks, guys, what do I need to do? I think four, four hard weeks of searching, I think probably 10 to 20 properties a day if you can. Um, hmm. And I think what people never do is they don't queue up properties one behind the other, behind the other, outside of opens. 
if you yeah. go to a big agency, like if you go to our agency, for instance, you can say, look, guys, you have eight two betters. Can someone jump in a car and show me all eight at once, please? I'm ready to buy. And you know, that's really efficient. That's really efficient hunting, and you're going to get a good a good cross check. So, I reckon personally, the answer is probably about four weeks, and on a weekend, probably seeing ten to twenty properties, and that's a yeah. great cross section in the market. Yeah, and I think okay. So, what do you think holds people back is? Do you think it's really that they can't find a property they like? Um, or a kid, like, do you think it's the property or no. do you think it's, they are very scared. They don't have enough knowledge. They're too scared of getting ripped off or doing something wrong that they're too cautious. I, if they had more information and they trusted the value of a property and if it sort of can get a bit more support information about the market they're in, then they will feel more comfortable to buy. Do you think it's more afraid of i know buying something wrong getting ripped off spending a couple extra two dollars a couple extra dollars on a property purchase rather than really not being able to find something they like you don't forget in terms of the value of the property and if you're scared about that your bank's going to roll through a bank valuer so a bank valuer is going to verify the value of the property so if you're wrong and you're paying too much for a property the bank value will pull you up on it and say, we're not going to give this the rubber stamp because it's too much money. So mm. I think in terms of value, you don't have to worry too much. Uh, and, you know, common sense goes a hell of a long way, particularly if you've seen a cross-section of 10, 20 properties, you're going to have a really good reference. But, Michael, um, I think the big one is, you know, is it suitable for you? Yeah. Amal made the best, a great comment. It's, um, it's, it's the people they speak to afterwards. So they go, which is so true. They go to the, they go speak to the agents. They go see the properties. They have all these good thoughts. And then they go to a friends and family barbecue and they just probably hear the worst stories in the world. <laughs> they get told Luke has a, what's he has? Luke has a name for them. Uh, Luke, if you can help me here, you, uh, you have a saying or something to do with that scenario where you get all the advice from people who have nothing to do with real estate. And it's, oh, I'm trying to think of it. I remember hearing on a couple of your talks, they just go into, yeah. I think that's probably the biggest thing. So yeah, that's a good point. So what's, um, then how do you counteract that? Like, do you got to get it in writing from an agent marked or how do you sort yeah, of prepare yourself? Because, well, just information or what, <laughs> Like when you go to the family barbecue, because what are the concerns people bring up with the family at that family barbecue sort of thing? They probably say, oh, I, um, well, I, I always, I've always well, thought with, with opinions are like a little, an arsehole, everyone's got one, but you know, I, I love uh, Jeff, people. Eddie, the expert. Yeah. I called them Eddie, the expert. Eddie, Eddie the expert. Yeah. Well, sorry, well, Jeff. You know if, if Eddie, if Eddie, the expert is, is at, the, at the parents barbecue, giving you their point of view, I would take everyone's point of view. The, but the point of view that I would take the most and I would assess the most is if the person that's giving you that point of view has what you want. Mm. Okay? Yeah. So, you know, there's no use an 18-year-old, a 17-year-old that um, is in year 11 that is super passionate about property telling the 35-year-old that they shouldn't be buying a one-bedroom, they should be buying a two-bedroom. Do you know what I mean? I think... You've got to be looking at the astute people that have actually the accomplished people that have done property purchases that have lived in a one better 
have lived in a two better to give you their opinion between a one and two better. I think that's so, gold. That's know? gold where, okay, you always it's always good to listen to everyone's opinion and what yeah. you, because it's information advice. So listen, but that's a very good way to just sort of in your mind qualify that opinion and see how far you take it. Because Absolutely. if they've if they've got ten properties, for example, they're always buying and selling, and in the area that you're looking at, and they say, "Hey, maybe just double check this," then yep. that's a pretty a very valid thing to look at. But if they've never bought a property in their life, uh, then you may be like, "Okay, let's maybe not take that as much." But you know what would be, which is just as um, I think a good thing you can implement is. You get these opinions and then you call the agent and go through the um, reservations yeah, you've call. got. Because I find, I find um, we have a great conversation with a buyer on the weekend. They go back, they speak to Eddie, the experts, and then they're just like, fuck it, not buying a property. They're so put off. Instead of doing that, I would then call the agent and say, hey, I was at a barbecue. These are some of the things that came up from family and friends. I value their opinions. Uh, I would like your opinion on their opinion. And, yeah, so you know, for anyone who's just tuned in, we're talking about how long it should take to buy a property, to find a property in the marketplace. You know, should you be looking for a long time, a short time? What is a long time? What is a short time? Yeah, and what's, I don't, like I said, I don't think there's any right or wrong, but it's just getting through those process. Oh, turn the camera. Because the real asset, as you said, Mark, if you see, Especially in most areas when there's only really, let's say houses in DY, there's really at a time, there's probably two to three on the market. And yep. what really helps buyers, you've got say two to three houses on the market, all with different agents. It's not like it's all, it's not like anyone has a monopoly on the price or the product and they're just m manipulating the uh, prices of it. Almost yep. like pe you think petrol, there's only a couple of people that supply it and one day it's this and one day it's that. So you're always, very skeptical of like, well, what, what is the real price sort of thing with property? It's really great. Really. I find fair for consumers because they're all different independent properties, all different independent owners. And a lot of the time, all different agents. So it's really the buyer setting that sort of price. So you can sort of feel a little bit of comfort where that's at. Um, yep. And I think a good barometer would be how long it's been on the market and how many people you get through the open home. So if it's guiding one five, you get there and there's 20 people through, you can sort of say to, say to yourself, um, well, it's probably within reason of pretty fair. Um, I'm happy to take the next step in my own due diligence to see if it works. Where if you couldn't really, if there's only one person there in their first week, you may be able to read into it, but obviously case, to case by case. And does it change with, between being an investor and being an owner-occupier? Ray Price has just asked that question. Um, the, you know, I, I think, look, it's probably in terms of smelling out value, in terms of um, sniffing out, um, you know, suitability um, and stuff like that, I don't think so. I don't think it really should change as an investor or, or an owner-occupier. Look, probably as an owner-occupier, you, you need to get personal preferences uh, wrapped around um, you a little bit, you know what I mean? So if you need a garage, well, straight away, you've knocked out half of the properties. Um, yeah. Whereas uh, as, an, as an investor, you know, garage, no garage, it doesn't really profile any differently as an investment. Um, so probably a little bit easier 
have gone an investor and a bit quicker as an investor to buy something. Hundred um, percent, because with an with an investment there, I love like it's very. Um, I like that in, because the issue when you're looking for your home now, I think people got to get realistic and they they sort of feel like they're buying it forever, which we always agree buy and hold. But you don't have to live in it forever. You can always move out. I think a lot of people, when they're looking at when they're 20, 25, they're, they're trying to pick the property that they're going to be in for the next 20 years. I think just sort of lower those expectations and bring them back a bit more realistic. And like as panel, Tom Panels always says, it's, yeah, it's a marriage. It's a, it's a property, not a marriage. If you don't like it, you can sell it. If you don't like yeah. it, you can move to another one. So when you're looking in that time frame, um, look to see if it fit works now and the numbers make sense. I'm always, I, I'm sort of always, I like, it's always great those investors because they're just looking at the numbers. And as we went through yesterday with the capital growth, wherever you buy, you're going to do well. So I think the real issue is when people- That's a really interesting exercise. And you're right, you know, how, how does that tie into buying something fast or quick? Well, I think I think given the relevance of how long you're going to be owning the property, um, and the odds are you're going to be owning it for a long time, it sort of it sort of doesn't matter whether you take a long time or take a short time to buy. Hey, yeah, Ray just nailed it on Insta. Wherever you live for 20 years, you're not going to remember the price you bought it for. So, don't get caught up with that sort of the price. It sort of ticks a lot of the boxes. I think really with property, if you've got 10 boxes and if the property ticks seven of them. Go for yeah. it. You're never going to find that 10 out of 10 um, yeah. with that. I just find, because Mark, when someone tells you they've been looking for 12 months, I don't. I almost feel, I sort of feel sorry. I, 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 it doesn't make me feel good because it makes me think something like there, there's something missing, either that yeah. an agent's not giving them or there's something missing oh. with, with the, like as in like someone they've made a sport out. They've made a, they've made a sport out of it rather than getting the job done. Yeah, and I like I, I suppose there's people out there that love looking at properties yeah. and open homes, which is fair enough. I just find if you've been looking for 12 months, the market changes can change so much in 12 months that your the research you did and the conclusions you came to three months ago, they're just not valid. So you can get yep. yourself in a bit of a rut and a hole and a very repetitive cycle. Um, so and you and then it gets even harder. Because then, especially if prices are going up, Mark, how hard is it when you when people say to us, oh, "I've been looking for twelve months and this was six hundred grand and now it's seven fifty. and you're like, oh, we haven't no. actually we haven't covered that. Um, you know how we're talking about how long it takes to buy a property. Yeah. Um, I know people that were looking six months ago, and I had this oh, conversation oh. with Lisa Novak uh, the other day. Get this one, they um, they had they had to select Lisa or another agent. They were going to buy a house from Lisa. They were going to... Um, ah, Lisa just joined in. Her ears are burning. Yeah, Lisa. Ears are burning. Lisa just... it, it was yesterday. Lisa can verify this. So this was... Yeah. Uh, so Lisa, just so you know, this was uh, Kingsway we're talking about. So these guys um, uh, selected another agent. Unfortunately, the agent didn't get the job done. And that was probably about nine months ago. Now, I'm quietly confident because we sold another identical one in the block for more money. So we would have got that money. Quietly confident we would have got that property sold. Quietly mm. confident they would have got into a house. 
because they've taken so long to buy, because they've taken so long to execute this exercise, they are now going to be taking a mortgage on of two to $300,000 more. Yes, they're going to be selling their unit for a little bit more today, but they're paying a lot more for a, for a house today. So I think also, guys, you've got to be careful. Don't take too long to buy on an upwards rising yes. market. It will cost you more money. Yes, the property, if you're a property owner presently at a lower value, yes, that's gone up, but it hasn't gone up as much as the house. So you will, and don't forget, you're taking this mortgage on for 20 to 30 years. That extra 200,000 mortgage because you didn't buy six months ago, you will take on for 20 to 30 years. That's yeah. how important timing is getting at the moment. Great especially, point, especially what they're saying about, about prop, prop, the predictions on property prices. Don't wait. Spot on because for the, it just, yeah, that sort of just clicked. Like the last two years we've been given this, what do we call it? The decompression where you sell your apartment for 800 grand, which may have been yeah. worth 850 before, but you sell it for 50K less. But yeah. the house you were buying in Narrowena, which in the peak was 1.5, you're buying it for 1.3 now. Like that was helping us get clients to transition. Well, that's right. We but now it's the other we invented, way. We invented that word. Um, yes. That, that phrase for that, for that situation uh, one or two years ago within all of our reps, what we were saying to buyers is it's called price compression. Yeah. You know, we, we've said it's because units were worth less value than what they were two years before. People were going nuts. People going, man, my unit was worth 800,000. Now it's worth 700. So we yeah. turned up at, at, at the dining room table and said, great news. <laughs> and they yeah. were like, what? We're like, great news. Your prices, you've lost a hundred thousand on your unit. <laughs> Congratulations. Now went, yeah. And now they were like, Yeah, it's like great news. And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you want to buy a house, don't you? Yeah. Well, guess what? The unit was is worth a hundred thousand less, but guess what? The house is worth two hundred thousand less. Hey. And they go, and you're taking the mortgage on for how long? Twenty years. So you work it out. You're actually yeah. better off. And they're like, yeah. We said, that is called price compression. So yeah. now that's gone. Now we're almost now, back what to is where it? we were. What is it where, now? April, we're back to almost where we were. I would buy now. I wouldn't muck around and spend six months looking to find the perfect property because it's gonna, it's a moving target and it's moving away from you faster than what you can save the money. Mm-hmm. It's a fair big one, those upsizes now. They sell their unit for 100 grand more, but they're buying for 200 grand. I wonder. Yep. Or 300 grand. Yeah. That extra, I'm just thinking. Is... We look at a narrow in a house. A narrow in a house, you could have secured at a million and fifty two years yep. ago. One and a half years ago. Narrow in a house, you're paying one, four, one, five now. Yeah. That's, that, that's about 400K. Mm. It'll you definitely. Know, it would definitely like getting that extra hundred grand. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting because now you now the big thing is well your serviceability, which was already an issue the last couple of years. It's yeah, that's Good gonna point. be even harder. Like I um Good point. And serviceability, the, uh, that price point. Serviceability. Did you say Serbian ability? Yeah, Serbian Serbian ability. Look, serviceability is um is gonna be easy. <laughs> If the if the market if the market goes up ten percent, your serviceability of buying goes down ten percent. 
Yep. So not only wage, your, wage more. Is, your wage is not going to go up ten percent uh, for most people. So except for you, Michael, of course, uh, a lot more than that. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's fact. So I think that's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. Oh yeah, that's twenty. Jeez, we're good. All righty. Any questions, guys? Hit us up. Share and win. Fifty dollars being drawn on Saturday. Tag someone that's yeah. value too. That's we're right. We're giving away. I don't even think I have cash on me. Anyway, yeah, give it away. Where's the cash? Where's the cash? It's got to be under the keyboard. Um, oh, yeah. So, guys, don't forget, guys, the oh, <laughs> 50 bucks if you do a share today. If this can help a friend, yep. share it on your post, tag a friend in there. There's 50 bucks in it for you as a share. Yep. We're going to be doing this. Um, we're going to be doing this more regularly. But help us help your yeah. buddies by sharing this post. And this post was about. Ah, I'm oh, sorry, Vin, Lisa comment. I sold a huge deal house. Yeah, um, this post is about the buying process, how long it could take, some general chit chat, um, because I'm sure buyers scratch their head going, am I crazy? Is it normal? What's normal? So here's our perspective um, on what sort of go through your mind. So yeah. Giddy up. Giddy up. All right, guys, that's the take. Speak soon. Thank you, Thanks, Mr. Bye. Bergio. See you Cheers. Next. Bye.